Hey everybody, it's Manimal here. It's Friday, March 10th, and the Rangers didn't play Cactus League game on Thursday. So today, Kevin and I, we're going to go over that MLB pipeline list that Jim Callis put together for the Texas Rangers. So join us today on Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Jack Leiter, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys. This is your boy Kev, a.k.a. YBK. You can catch me at social medias at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R on Instagram and Twitter. Welcome to the show. We are your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who absolutely love the Texas Rangers. Uh, joining me today, our special co-host, uh, guest co-host, the 25-pound manimal, a.k.a. Baron Frazier. He has no social media, but this is my son who is hanging out with us as well. And my other co-host. Uh, a man that we we got to we got to uh, got to see each other today for the first time in I think three years. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. And and I can I can verify that he is three hundred pounds. Uh, the three hundred pound animal, aka bull. How you doing, buddy? And yet again, the best part of my day is finding out where to find you on social media. Oh, Baron's too. Baron, what do you think, buddy? Should I tell him? <laughs> he's Baron. he's all for it. Well, you know, I had I had a uh, I had a big day today running into uh, getting to see a couple of old friends that I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, so between between Kevin, who we actually spent some actual time together today, uh, and and we actually have plans to do it again tomorrow. So yeah, so, running it back. Uh, but I also ran uh, ran out to uh, Highland Park this afternoon or Lower Greenville to. Uh, to have lunch with uh, the great Stu Stone, yeah, uh, we, friend we of the show. We talked, uh, we talked Rangers and Blue Jays rivalry of past, and uh, and you know we can't get together without uh, me mentioning how Rubnet Odor's uh, one hit that meant mm. something in his career uh, ended mm-hmm. Jose Batista's. So, yeah, a little win-win there for us, but we, we love to talk baseball together, and that's how we became good friends, and it was good to see him, and also good to see Kevin, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, meeting my my co-host, Baron, tomorrow, so. Yeah, so if you hear a little whimpering and little coos in the background, that's Baron giving his two cents uh, to different different things that he agrees with or disagrees with on the show. He's mostly got hot sports with, opinions. Yes. Yes. Mostly agreeing with Manimal. Uh, just, just in case you're wondering. We have a kinship so. already. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you, you can't find Baron on, on social medias, but you can find me and yes. I'll, I'll always be at Manimal Bull on Twitter, Manimal 300 on Instagram, at Bull Pro on TikTok, and I know you guys. It's embarrassing Ooh, yeah. that we all still talk about Facebook and stuff, but you can you can friend me. You know, yeah. I have a lot of free time. I can comment on your pictures and tell you all about mm. what I what I think, and you can you can join me in my adventures, and and we'll do that on Facebook together at Bull Pro. Man, love it, love it, love it. Well, big, hey, big, today... We, we got to get into it because we got a, oh, a yeah. bunch to talk about today. Even though there was, we don't have a box score. No, we got a packed agenda, though, today. Big show today. Uh, some Texas Rangers news that uh, we didn't get to cover yesterday, but I feel like it still could be talked about today. And some other news uh, around the league that in, in kind of indirectly affects the Texas Rangers. And we've got another prospect, top 
30 prospect list to uh, compare our uh, top 20 and our next 20 uh, prospect lists and just see kind of where the boys line up uh, with uh, whose list is this? Is this, this MLB. is the MLB pipeline uh, MLB.com Jim Callis okay. list. Okay. So it's probably, we used, we used this list all off season last year. Yeah. And it's probably uh, one of the better lists uh, or one of the most, well, maybe not better lists, but one of the more well-known lists. Yep. 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 Okay. Well, that's going to be fun. So, Let's let's jump right into it. These people don't come to listen to us uh, reminisce about the past. They come to listen to Texas Rangers talk. So Jake DeGrom, uh, let's talk some Jake DeGrom. There's, it's been the hot topic of the offseason. Um, there was more Jake DeGrom news, if I'm correct, we, correct. Well, just Wednesday he threw the bullpen that we talked about yesterday. But uh, yeah. as, of, as of this morning when this hits air, everything seems to be okay and that uh, mm-hmm. they'll probably move on to that next step and he'll probably get into a game or at least okay. throw another live batting practice within the next, you know, the next five days. So, and probably now we're, what, at three days away from that. So, Monday um, he might pitch in a game. Um, if not, I'm sure he'll throw live batting practice again. And uh, so, that's just – just a quick DeGrom note because, you know, when you spend what they spent, $157 million on a guy, you want to know where his health lies, right? 100%. And, and I think it's also relevant to segue into just the, um, just the, the fact that, you know, all offseason there was all this talk about injuries and how healthy DeGrom and all this stuff. And the guy that everybody said was, you know, a better signing, he's younger, Yada yada yada. Uh, I believe it's Carl. Is it Carlos Rodon? Rodon, yeah. For, for the Yankees, and he was a guy that all the Texas beat writers, from what I understand, I liked him. I like him. We I did like too. Yeah, too. we did yeah. too. I like him. But, I mean, but, uh, again, but let me get him my soap. Let me yeah, get my soapbox. Do your thing, yeah. Please, yeah. Because this guy has only pitched one full season in his career, Rodon, and no one seemed to talk about his injuries. No one seemed to have any red flags for him it's all just for jake Degrom, a guy only that averaged 150 innings for his career even with the injury season even with the 2020 COVID season and now all of a sudden and not this is not something we're wishing for we don't want to see this we don't like people to get hurt we know it's going to happen but here we go radon left forearm strain now he's going to start the season on the il why isn't new york blowing up about this well, I think they are. I think you'll see as the next couple of days come out that they're uh, they're frustrated and upset by this as well. But at the same time, you know, I mean, we were all into to Radon. We liked him. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not there's a lot to like about him. He's a strikeout pitcher from the left hand side, and you know, he's got a big sweeping breaking pitch. And you know, I mean, you you, you like him. There's a lot to like about him. But again, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about it when we talked about him in the in the off season when we talked about free agents that, you know, maybe his durability isn't as good as, uh, you know, or is, isn't just what, you know, guys made it out to be and that, that, you know, his, 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 his track record shows that he has had injury problems as well. And, you mm-hmm. know, when you're asking for eight years, you know, you, you gotta, you, you gotta be healthy for a lot of those yep. years and, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I hope that this is just a minor forearm strain and that he's back in April and that it's more about getting him worked uh, worked out to uh, 
a distance to pitch in the big leagues and pitch four or five, six innings or a hundred pitches than mm-hmm. it is about being an injury. So that's what I'm hoping for because it's good for the game of baseball that these big right. free agents play, you know? So that's what right. I'm hoping for, but it's making well, me look smart putting Toronto in front of uh, uh, the Yankees <laughs> in that AL East. You, you love it. And we, we're definitely kind of closet Toronto fans on the show, but I'll say this too with, with Radon, I mean, pretty much this might solidify that he's not going to have 30 starts this year. I mean, uh, he's only done it once in his career and starting the season on IL. It's tough to get 30 mm. starts anymore mm. in the MLB. And yeah, it's he's tough only to get done back. it once. Yeah, yeah be tough so to he's get only back, done it once. So we'll just so have to monitor not... it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, not something we're happy about, but at the same time, it kind of just goes goes to show, you know, that, hey, this was a big sign. And remember, you sent me something else. See, while we're on this subject, I I need to talk about this. That Fangraphs uh, tweet thing link that you oh, sent me got yeah. me all yeah. fired up. Had me all fired up. Yeah, I'm a that Fangraphs almost, guy almost now. a full, almost a full double digit war upgrade for the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Well, and it's nice to see somebody write some positive news and, about their off season finally. And and it was really nice to see someone believe that that Jake Degrom is going to pitch a full season. Right. And not just yep. Jake DeGrom, but John Gray, Nathan Evaldi, mm-hmm. Andrew Heaney, Martin Perez. And then they still are finding innings for Oda Rizzi and Glenn Otto mm-hmm. and Spencer Howard and those cats. So, like, that's a really, you know, I mean, I like that Fangraphs is on it because, I mean, everybody goes to Fangraphs when they talk about the numbers. So I like the idea, you know, like that, that Fangraphs is behind this Rangers team. And let's just kind of hope that uh, they're right and that, you know, this could, this could be an 85 to 90 win team. I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. Um, do we want to get into the Mark Mathias? Yeah. Do you want to talk about Tavares's injury real quick that, you know, how we yeah. said the, on Tuesday that we would, we would, uh, we wouldn't talk about it until it became something. Well, it kind of became yeah. something that it was a, a full, a full-on oblique strain that uh, mm. is probably going to two weeks is what they're really saying now. I feel like Bochi on Thursday said two weeks, so um, you know that's fourteen days from a couple of days ago. So you know Bubba's going to get a lot of time out in center field, and let's just hope that he takes advantage of it and and really takes hold of that <laughs> position while Tavares is well, down. He was listening. He was listening to the show the other day. Because as soon as we said what we said on the show that he needs to step it up, he went. He only three. went three for two. Yeah, two for three with a homer. Yeah. And uh, you know that was a great sign, right? Like you want to see. I want to see Bubba get some solid contact this year. Yeah, like, you want. What uh, I felt like, sorry, but what I felt like last year he really struggled with was that he seemed to be so thrown off by uh, the off speed that he never really felt like he was kind of staying back for like a really uh, solid power swing. He felt like he was kind of slapping. Yeah. And so I want to see the power this year. Yeah. Know? I'd like to see him sit back on some pitches and drive the balls into the gaps a little bit more. Because we know he's got power. I mean, he has he's yeah. shown it in the minors. It's not like it's not there. He's a big boy. But again, when you're off, when you're, when you're getting thrown around by that, where you're getting thrown off by the off speed, you're going to see them, you know, come out there slapping and swinging, and you're not going to be able to stay back. I know because that's the kind of hitter I had to be because I couldn't 
hit like these guys. Uh, so, well, of matters is, yeah, of course. And I think these are guys now that are at a, at a point in their career where it's time to get to, you know, like it's time to not be fooled by off speed and be able to sit mm-hmm. back and drive fastballs and, and be out on out in front of off speed pitches and, and drive them into gaps as well. So, you know, Bubba, he's a, uh, you know, he's, he's still a project and we knew, I think everybody knew when the Rangers drafted him that, uh, you know, he was a late round, high ceiling type player and you know uh, the Rangers really fell in love with that kind of draft pick for a lot of years and you know the guys just haven't turned into high ceiling guys so I'd like to see Bubba Thompson kind of fulfill that ceiling a little bit more than he has so far parting gift from John Daniels Um, now, as far as Leone, so what they're saying is two weeks is that two weeks yeah right now yeah so there's no guarantee that he won't be ready for um, uh, but as of yesterday, we're what three weeks away from opening day. Okay, okay. Well, any uh, as far as that goes, I guess are we ready to get into the Matthias talk? Yeah, we can. I mean, there isn't really a ton to talk about. You know, he was uh, they DFA'd him, and instead of letting him kind of just fall to a, a team on the waiver wire, they made a trade to uh, Pittsburgh, and they were able to get a player to be named later back for him so really it's just uh-huh. kind of a chris young you know uh knowing that there's some value to mark matthias let's go get a let's go get a prospect for him and see if we can't find something that might uh that might work out for us in our minor league system and develop into something uh, develop into a big leaguer and i think that's just a good move that's just a smart move for uh, chris young and it's also a you know, a smart move for the Rangers, and it gives Mark Mathias a chance to go to a team where he's going to be on that 40, man. He's going to probably be on the 26, and he's probably going to play. Right, and and don't be shocked if he has a pretty decent offensive season. I mean, really, his minor league numbers and everything we've kind of seen from him show that he's not a bad hitter, and he's a very versatile guy, like you've said before, uh, maybe a little older. And, and again, it kind of just goes to show kind of the 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 – state of the rangers uh, of their depth. of their yeah. base, their depth their, yeah man yeah. i mean gosh and when you're getting guys like matthias you're getting tra- people to trade for him a team is like the like you were telling me again i'm stealing coming your stuff here but a team that was probably high on the on the list for getting these getting the i think it's high on the waiver claim list if that's what it's called yeah uh, i think they were their fourth record. Or third or fourth or fifth yeah. or something like that on there so they were even willing to make a trade in order to make <laughs> sure that someone else didn't snatch him up before he got to them so you know yep. and that's like i i mean i think when we talk about it I, I don't think there's one guy on the rangers 40-man roster that can clear waivers and i didn't think that mm. going into the off season and it's been proven over and over again whether yep. it was even a guy like whether it was a guy like aj alexi who had been struggling mm. in the minor leagues he's still gonna you know he's not going to clear those guys don't clear you know and mm-hmm. and that happens and 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 I've thought that whole time, you know, maybe they'll be able to sneak Alexi by and the nationals took him off the waiver Mm -hmm. wire. That's the worst team in baseball last year. So he, he made it through no teams. They probably could have made a trade for AJ Alexi and gotten something back in return for him. Wow. But neither here nor there. I just don't, I just don't think they have any guys um, that can clear waivers right now. Um, even I think even if like Josh Spores, they try and sneak him through waivers after a rough spring training, I still think someone mm-hmm. will pick him up and give him a chance to throw in their bullpen. Wow. 
Yeah, I mean, again, we we talked about his his stuff. He's got some, he's got good stuff. He just hasn't. He's got to trust it. His groove yet? Yeah, he hadn't found his groove yet in the major league. Um, now, have we? Is that is that the news? Is that it? That's that. Do we I have think anything that's else? What we got. I got nothing else. We uh, we talked about Radon. We talked about Degrom. We talked about Matthias. We talked about Tavares. I think it's time mm. to to pay talk some about bills some so so we well, can talk about well, some prospects. About the, yeah, we got we got a, we got some top twenty prospect list, but what about the prospects of the three hundred pound manimal winning the uh, Hell's Half Acre uh, tournament to take home that Trinity River Heritage Championship? It's in the books. On it's it, on March thirty first at Martin House Brewery. There is going to be a professional wrestling show that is teaming up with Deaf Breath uh, Productions, I believe it is, uh, with. Matt War Pro and Texas Roughhouse Wrestling, a conjoination, a collaboration of powerhouse organizations, are getting together to bring you trouble on the Trinity. It's going to be a blast. It keeps getting closer and closer. We are under thirty days now. Uh, really, three weeks. I mean, we're we're three three, three weeks away. From today. So, three weeks yeah, from today. Three weeks from today. Three weeks from today. So it's it's here pretty much around the corner. Uh, Manimal and I will both be in attendance at that event. And after we've talked a little bit off the air, there's going to be some great names out there, some great uh, professional uh, athletes out there to put on a great uh, event for you guys. And uh, last time they were out there, they packed that place out with 300 people. So get 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 your ticket. Get I'll go on Eventbrite. Get your tickets now before those things start to to get scooped up and there's nothing left. Yeah, you don't uh, want general cool admission. And another cool thing that you're going to see is that uh, on Mondays for the next three weeks at Buffalo Brothers in Sundance Square, they're going to have uh, some of the wrestlers and the promoters and different people for that event are going to be going out to going out to Buffalo Brothers in Sundance Square with some great food, uh, wings, pizza, Philly cheese steaks, you name it. Uh, and again, go out there with go out there and see Manimal. He's going to be talking baseball and talking wrestling probably the only time all year. So uh, get out there and uh, and enjoy that and uh, support your local professional wrestling events and your uh, favorite resident professional wrestler, 300 pound manimal. Um, so we real have, quick, real quick real on quick, the back end me. of that Friday, mm-hmm. May 26th, Matt war pro will return mm-hmm. to the South side preservation hall and just South of downtown Fort worth right there, just South of 30. Um, and mm-hmm. that has been confirmed that, that Friday, May 26th, they will be back at the Southside Preservation Hall, and that place will sell out. So as soon as I have a ticket mm. linked, we will we will put it up on the website. So uh, because I don't want you to miss that one. Amazing, amazing. Uh, yeah, exciting, exciting news. Exciting things happening in the uh, Fort Worth area as far as it goes with professional wrestling. So, um. Let's talk some prospects. We've got a top 30 list, a legit top 30 list. Not that the other lists weren't legit, but a, a very interesting top 30 list to go through, and that is the MLB.com um, top 30 prospects for the Texas Rangers. And I hear paper rustling in the background, so that tells me that you're getting your list out, and I've got the list right here, our list right in front of us uh, with a bunch of scratches through it and different things here and there. So if I get the numbers wrong, blame me for my uh, illiteracy as it comes to the Manimal's unbelievable handwriting. The Manimal oh, can write. Oh, yeah, I bet that. I he bet can write. He, he can lovely. write, guys. Yeah, I say guys because 80% of our show is, is male. So 98.2, I, mean, I believe, actually. 
going to say the numbers are even higher than you thought here. Well, Texas Rangers with the boys. I mean, you know, we're the boys, and apparently the boys are listening to the show. So um, let's let's go through this list. Uh, I'm trying to find it on MLB.com. It's somewhere on here. Um, but really, oh, here we go, top 30 prospects. So let's we we know their number one is not our number one because our number sure. one is we decided as a mm-hmm. whole, as a group, that we were not going to put Josh Young on our list this year because he is the the starting third baseman for the Texas Rangers. So we're just going to exclude him all altogether because we've mm-hmm. talked about Josh Young enough. We we know mm-hmm. that he is going to be a, a rookie of the year candidate going into the season and that he's going to play every day at third base if he's healthy. Right, right. We so, we 100% know that. So let's do we want to start at the top or do we want to start at let's start all the way at the bottom. You want to start all the way down at number 30. Number 30. Let's start which, at number 30. Which will be for us. Remember, we we added Sebastian Walcott. Yep. And so number 30 for us is actually Okay. 31 is actually number 29, I believe. Oh man, we're missing twenty nine. Uh, yeah, we missed Tungavaloa. It looks like. Yeah, he just really, he just really missed it, and that's mm. definitely not his name. Still, <laughs> still not his name. So our number thirty, according mm-hmm. to where they're at, mm-hmm. would be. It looks like it's uh, Alejandro, Alejandro Osuna. Osuna. Yes, Alejandro yep. Osuna. Yep, but they've got Josh Stefan, which we have at what. Oh, we've got him a little bit higher up than that, don't we? We actually do have him a little higher in number. Well, actually, he's going to be... 28, right? Yes, 27, I think. Tw- okay. Are we two Are we two back? 26, two back? 26, 26, 26. Okay. okay. So our number... I'm, you got to tell me these numbers because I can't keep up with them. Our number 30 or was mm-hmm. uh, Alejandro Osuna. Our number 29 is Jonathan mm-hmm. Ornelas, which I know he's definitely okay. higher for them. Yeah, well, and his spring probably had a little bit to do with that. They probably probably had him a little lower until he, he's been hitting pretty good this spring. So yeah, I want to say – probably I moved up a lot was, of lists. I want to say he was the, the top uh, move for the Rangers on their 30. Mm-hmm. He moved the most spots up. Okay, okay, okay. Well, all right. So let's look at number twenty nine. We've got Daniel. No, no, no. Oh, the, for for the for the. For I'll, I'll do their list. I'll do their oh, okay, list. So okay. I can keep it together. You do our list because I can't keep the keep the numbers straight. So they've got number twenty nine is Daniel Cueva. Yeah, you know we we like Cueva. Remember, we had the Acosta Cueva Acuna trio that we really worked that we harped on that weekend of okay. those three guys that were those middle infielders that are all kind of down east hickory frisco guys. Okay. Okay, was he did he make one of our lists or did he did Yeah, he, he definitely he was uh, oh, no, uh, he was number 18 on our list. Because he had a okay. he had a 330 386 4 oh. something. Yeah, he had an 870 at the uh, at the complex last year and I'm really yeah. interested to see what he does at down east this year. And if he can be as okay. productive there as he was at the complex last year. Another guy coming up that's definitely on our list 
Number 28, Ricky Venasco. Maybe we have him a little higher. Yeah, we have Venasco quite a bit higher. And I, I know why he has him lower, because he's getting a little bit older. He hasn't progressed as mm-hmm. fast because he's had injuries. He's had setbacks. He's had COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. So he, he had the concussion uh, early in his career. Sam Huff popped on a, on a stolen base and threw it right off his noggin. So he had oh, a geez. setback there. And I think he was maybe 10 innings into his big league career. At that point, that's right. Oh, he had a he had some forearm problems the next year, uh, or maybe some elbow issues that turned into Tommy John, and then okay. so really it was like 2022 before he pitched again after being off for several years. So, um, well, so yeah. if you want to know more about Ricky Venasco, you got to go back to our episodes that talk about the top 20 and the next 20. And this weekend, just so you guys know, we're gonna post we're gonna post those at the top. Uh, of the website list and we're going to post them on the Twitter so you guys don't have to go search them out and find them. That way you can go back through. If you want to know more about any of these guys, you go to those lists because otherwise Manimal and I are going to be here all night. Yeah, because I mean, we're already 30 minutes into this show. <laughs> yeah, but let's talk. Let's go to the next guy, another guy that I think, I think even though he may be low on this list, I have high hopes for and that's Cody Bradford. Yeah, Cody Bradford was a guy that he was on our list. He was a little lower as well. Um, mm-hmm. um, I think we had him at like – he would have been like 34 Four. on ours. Yeah, 34. Yeah, 34. Okay. So nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. I mean, that's a pretty good spot, you know. I mean, there's – it's not like uh, – you know, I mean, it's not like he's a uh, – uh, He's not a scrub. Yeah, he's, he's a not boy. a scrub. He's a big dude. He um, – He's had some injuries, and that's why it's taken him a little bit longer. But he looked good in spring training, and he looked like he fit there. So, you know, he could be a guy that gets moved to the bullpen, but he they're going to probably stick him on starting pitching as long as possible. So we and had, again, you want to hear more. You want to hear more about these guys. You can go back to our top 20 or our next 20. And we had Number Ryan 20. Garcia in that okay. spot because ah, we, we, we like Ryan Garcia. We think there's a lot to him. That, uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, but I think he's not on a lot of these lists because he's a little bit older and he's not as far along as you'd like to see. Uh, number 26, Maximo Acosta. He's a guy we're pretty excited about. Yeah, that he was number, he was number 21 on our list. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, again, we talked in great depths about Acuna, Acosta and Cueva. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. we when we talked those week the week leading up to that those shows and mm-hmm. on the actual top twenty next twenty show, right? You're right. You're right. We did have a lot of of uh, more in depth during the weeks beforehand. Um, but yeah, with Acosta, yeah, we had a lot of lot of uh, excitement around him. Uh, kind of a Texas Rangers with the boys guy that we really like here too is Alejandro Osuna. Uh, at at coming in at number twenty five, he made our top. And we 30. had we had him at thirty. Yeah. Yep, but lo- we love him. Uh, another guy who uh, Manimal got to see, uh, got some. Our next of, guy, uh, our next guy uh, on that list, oh. our, our number twenty, what five, uh-huh. is Mark Church. Oh yeah, oh yeah, our boy. and he'll be on this list take- too. I'm sure he's not too far away from being called out on this no. list too. Nope, take us to church. But Antoine Kelly's number twenty-four, a guy that you got to see. Well, we got some photos up on our website of Antoine Kelly. Yeah, and and he looks he looks the part. He got roughed up a little bit at big time at, at, at big boy camp, but we had him on number twenty or number twenty on our list as well. Standing tall at six five, the number twenty-three, a guy we haven't talked a lot about in recently, but and we had Josh gonna... Steven at twenty-four. 
Okay, 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 number 30 on their list. But next guy is a guy we're also excited about. I haven't got to talk about him much lately. Number 23, Dane Acker. Yeah, they, they have Dane Acker a little lower than we do, but I think, again, it's small sample size. So once he gets a, a year under his belt, and I think uh, next year at this time we may be talking about him in the top 15. Love it, love it. Next will be number 20. Well, who did we have in 23? Uh, 23, we had, we uh, had uh, Emiliano Teoda. Teoda, yep. yeah. We'll get to him the, here in a minute on this. He'll be on this thing too. too, yeah. Now, number 22, Zach Kent. Zach Kent. Zach like Kent. We balls. had him. Um, we had him at number uh, 19. 19 on our list. Yes. Ooh. Yep. And then here we and go. And then we had uh, Glider Figaro at Ooh. number 22. Yeah, Glider's probably going to be moving. He's probably going to be moving up these lists next year, big time. Especially yeah. in and as, as well as hits. this next guy. Yeah, next guy too, number twenty-one, Emiliano Tioto, who we already talked about yeah, on the show. And we had Thomas Segis, who I think he'll probably be a little higher on their list. So one one quick stop down just to let you guys know. I mean, this tells you how much literal studying that Manimal does. <laughs> for this stuff that his lists and these lists are almost always like trade a few spots here and there, but they're almost exactly the same, all the same names. Uh, number 20 on their list, they've got our boy, take me to church, Mark church. And yeah. I know we got him on there somewhere. Um, yeah. Mark church was uh, what? 23, 22. Uh, well, I think 20, yeah, they had yeah, him at tw- number 20. We had him at 26. Yeah. Yep. 26. And then 21 for us was Acosta. And number okay. 20 was Kelly, and we talked about both okay. of them. Yeah, I ranked those guys a little higher. I thought they had good seasons mm-hmm. last year. I didn't think that they fell, and I didn't think that many people came on to just push them off. Uh, no, I mean, and golly, Twan Kelly's a big old dude, 6'5". Uh, Gladier Figuero comes in at number 19 on the MLB.com list. And who did we and have? And we had uh, Kelly. Where did we have him? We had yeah, – and who? Uh, Gladier Figuero. Gladier Figuero, yep. We yeah, had we him had him at 23. 23. Yeah, yes. and then they, yep, and then our 19 was, uh, who'd Antoine you say? Kelly, uh, no, uh, Cueva. Cueva, 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 okay, Daniel Cueva, yeah, we're high on some of these really, really young guys, um, do you think, just real quick, actually, think I'm sorry, 19, this... 19 for us was Zach Kent, my bad, okay, that's who I, a little bracket who in there. I, uh, confused for, uh, Jake Latz last night on the show, which was <laughs> kind of fun and funny at the same time. And yet they're both in the kind of the same spot in the bit. <laughs> well, and you, you were very passionate about it too. So I, I didn't really want to uh, be that guy, but Hey, number 18, Jonathan Ornelas, again, a guy that we feel like maybe, I feel like maybe moved up a little bit just because of his awesome spring that he's having so far. Well, and I don't know how much that Jim Callis has put into uh, the spring being a factor in his list either. So I I don't know. I don't know on that. Who knows? But uh, he might have also, you know, I mean, he liked what he saw last year. He had a good year at uh, Frisco. And then 18, we had Cueva. Okay. Cueva at 18. Let's move on up to number 17, a guy who threw for Canada yesterday before yesterday, Mitch Bratt. Yes. uh, And we had Mitch Bratt at uh, 15, and our number 17 was Dane Acker. Dane Acker. So we're starting to get a little closer on these lists, and I think it's because it gets a little more apparent as you get into the top 20 because these guys, you know, kind of where they are a little better. Uh, Number 16, we've got Thomas Seguise. 
and you know, I had oh, Sagis. I had Sagis a little lower. I had him at twenty-two, and I had mm-hmm. uh, Vanasco at sixteen. So he had Vanasco a little bit lower. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then now all the way down in fifteen, in fifteen, and probably just because he hasn't uh, done a whole lot. But they've got Sebastian Walcott. We had a we have a little more. I have a little have more. more yeah, uh, yeah. I think he's more exciting, more like Gutierrez, uh, uh, exciting. You know, like that kind of. Exciting for yeah. me. So I had him at number six on my list where mm-hmm. uh, I had Mitch Bratt in the 15 spot. Okay. Okay. Um, and then as we move on up, number 14, probably just because he, he fell pretty far uh, on this list as related to last year, probably because he had a really rough uh, 2022. Uh, and that was that is Cole Wynn. Yeah, I had Cole Wynn at 12, which I thought dropped him quite a bit. But mm-hmm. uh, we had Mora Bell at 14. Uh, yeah, so I think they might have Mora Bell and Wynn just switched. Yep, they have, they have Mora Bell at 13. Oh, okay. And then I have TK yep. Roby at 13. Uh-huh. And they we had Mora Bell at oh, yeah, 14. You, said you had him at 14. Man, Mora Bell is a beast. Um, really exciting. And then, I hope uh, so. Number, yeah, number 12, we're looking at Takia Roby. And we had right Cole win there. So those three, okay. they're in the same spots, just mixed up a little bit uh, for the, Bro, the two I gotta of us. Give you, I got I to gotta give you like a, a cap, like a tap, tip my cap. Because and, I did the, because, and I did this in December. So Yeah, it's funny. Because it's not like, like I'm just going list. and ripping his list, you know. No, you couldn't have. Like, and this list wasn't out. Like, your list came out before everybody else's list did. We came out before all of these lists came out. I want to say it was Baseball America, uh, Locked on Rangers podcast, yeah. and then now MLB.com. We were out long before that, and we weren't trying to, like, beat anybody's list. We no, just we needed content. To find some content. <laughs> <laughs> we just, just trying to find something to talk about. Why do about. you think we split um, it up into two 20, 20 prospect shows? Yeah. Well, hey, number 11, they've got a, a man hot. Anthony Gutierrez, 18 years old. Yeah, I have him Come at 10. On. I have him at 10 and 11 is Harris, and they may have uh-huh. that just switched. Uh, kind of. Number no. 10, they have Kumar Kumar Rocker. Oh, okay, 10. I had Rocker up at 7. I like that slider. Okay. I think he's going to be a, a front end of the rotation piece that people slept on because he had a little bit of an arm injury with New York, but I'm not sleeping on that. I think he's going to be a front end piece. Man, 6'5", 245. Number nine, one of my favorite guys, somebody I hope that he can stay healthy because I think he's got a future in the big leagues. And number nine, they've got Aaron Zavala. I have uh, Zavala at eight. Yep. Yep. And if he stays healthy, he's going to shoot right up this list. And I bet at eight they have Foscu, huh? Number eight, they have Dustin Harris. Oh, You're Dustin so close. Harris. Okay. So close. I had so Harris close. at 11. I thought Harris struggled okay. a little bit last year, and I thought he could have been better. And I thought Foscu continued to. You know, even though he dropped on the prospect list just because of the additions of Porter, Walcott, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, Rocker, but I, he dropped a little bit on my list. But I, th- I still think he has as good an upside as anybody on this team, especially as a hitter. If we're talking about Justin, Foscue, Justin Foscu, yeah, and Zavala. Yeah, got him at number seven. You know, we love Zavala, oh, and and I had we Rocker do. at seven. So you know, like my we're we're right there in the in an earshot, and you know, Jim Callis is always really good. And we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna change up a little bit here because at six, I know he doesn't mm-hmm. have Sebastian Walcott. No, at six he has Brock Porter. Yeah, and I have Porter higher. 
Yeah. I have four yeah, well, or higher. Six um, four, two oh eight, and and I don't think he gave up a run for like a whole year or something like that, or didn't lose a game or some crazy statistics. He, he killed it in the in the prep scene. Yeah. Um and then uh so number five, uh he didn't punish him as much as uh he did Cole Wynn, uh Jack Leiter. Yeah, at five I have Acuna, which I like Acuna. He could be anywhere from like two through five on the list, and I don't think I'd be upset at anybody. No, what a stud, man. Lewis Angel Acuna is coming in at number four. And he's still uh, playing with the big club at spring training right mm-hmm. now. He hasn't been sent down yeah. to minor league camp, so they like, they're getting a test with him. Yeah, they're seeing something they like. Obviously, we all see something we like, but, I mean, we're talking about the possibility of it being next year being this year. Um, number three uh, will be our number one, uh, Owen White. Yeah, and uh, number three for me – uh, which is, I guess, like right? They have, they have it. You're you're counting into uh, young, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. too hard for me to be like, you know. Yeah, I got yada, you. Yada, uh, yada. My my three was lighter. I still like what yep. lighter brings to the table. I still think he's a top level prospect, and I think we're going to see a different lighter this year. That's going to command the strike zone a little bit more, and uh, definitely we're going to see that if he starts a double A. But I wouldn't be shocked if he they start him at AAA and get him ready for Round Rock this year. Yeah, and obviously uh, Josh Young's their number one, so technically their number one guy uh, that's that's in the farm system right now uh, that hasn't had any major league experience really is Evan Carter, who we had at number two, two so and quick, Owen White at one. Real quick, I just got to say this, you know, uh, for those of you who listen to the show, uh, we don't have a huge audience, but listen, like. The top five, our top five, and I say our top five, I really mean mean Bull's top five, and this highly reputable writer uh, for MLB.com, his top five and our top five are the same. And so that should tell you what quality level of, of information, what quality level of opinions that you're getting on this show. No, we may not have all the connections. I don't know what, 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 how you end up in those kind of positions. We're doing this for fun. But hey, you're getting just as just as reputable as information on this show as you're going to get on MajorLeagueBaseball.com. Hats off to you, brother. Honestly, well, uh, it's almost I like, like a win the, for you. I, it's like I, a win, you know. <laughs> you know, and here I'm going to say this: I've been a fan of Jim Callis's for a lot of years. He's always done a really good job with MLB.com, and um, you know, he's the one that really got me into prospects him and a, and a local guy from Lone Star Baseball Adam Morris those are the guys that got me into prospects and really made me start caring about these prospects and the biggest thing with prospects you got to remember is them kids are going to break your heart because not all them kids are going to be big time big league players and it's going to hurt but I mean when the when when the one that you cared so much about for so long wins that rookie of the year or has a has a Cy Young moment down the year uh, or an MVP moment down the line that's a really great feeling and and you know so I want you know other people to feel that same thing about these prospects that I do and that you know know about them coming in so you know you have a little bit of a uh, a mindset on who this guy is and what he's going to look mm-hmm. like on the mound or what he's going to look like in the field or what he's going to look like at the plate. So, you know, I mean, uh, sometimes you're, you, some people love to, you know, play video games. I love to check out these prospects and, and watch minor league baseball. 
Love it, man. Love it. And just glad to have you. Glad to be part of the show with you, man. Uh, really, um, just really fun to watch this. And this is for me, it's just kind of like staggering just to see well, that we're, yeah, we're well, like right on point with all uh, these top riders. Let's, so let's get out of here. Let's get out of here because we're, we're going to be over 45 oh, yeah. minutes. And you know, we don't like to do that. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. So, hey, we're going to go ahead and jump out of here for the weekend. Thank you guys for staying a little long with us, staying uh, extra. Uh, but it's the Friday drive to work. So, you know, we're all trying to get out of here. So uh, hopefully this got you there. Hopefully this got you enough Rangers content for the weekend. Look for those uh, weekend uh, posts. We're going to be doing that every weekend, posting an old show that maybe we we liked specifically. So keep an eye out for that on the website and all of your streaming services. Our website is Texas Ranger, uh, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. All one word. On spot, all one word. And look for us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Google, yada, yada, yada. Every streaming thing you can find us, we're there. And this is Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys signing out.